0: You tuned in to a Metro FM talk on the mighty Metro with myself, Ayabong Atawe. And uh, we are taking a look at uh, some of the uh, big developments in the next few minutes or so uh, within the world of uh, enterprise and uh, I guess uh, reflecting on the life of uh, Dr. Richard Maponya and uh, the great work that he has done uh, under very trying conditions uh, to build uh, some legacy that all of us can uh, see as a lodestar uh, from which uh, we can draw some inspiration and uh, a resilience from. And uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Secretary General of an organization that he led, which is uh, the uh, National uh, African Federation for Chambers of Commerce, NAFCOC. And uh, Obabusonios Korsan is already with me here in studio. And uh, we're going to be reflecting on the life of Ndathema uh, Bonya and also, I guess, uh, taking stock of uh, the uh, legacy that he leaves behind and uh, uh, more importantly the o- organizational crystallization of that legacy in the form of NAFCOC and uh, the state of play and the state of health of that uh, uh, organization which um, was very instrumental in founding the very first black-owned bank in South Africa African bank and I'm telling you a low African bank that came out of curatorship the one that's led now by Basani Maluleke but uh, the first African bank uh, the likes of uh, uh, Dr. Sam Muzzonyane and uh, many others uh, who were instrumental in setting up uh, that particular vehicle. And uh, the big question we're posing to you this evening is uh, how are we doing as a country in terms of building the next generation of uh, Maponyas? Uh, what is your view on black business at this point in time? Are we willing uh, to make the hard yards that uh, Dada made, for instance, in the township of Dube in Soweto, uh, to start from very humble beginnings In businesses that didn't look as sexy as maybe, you know, the Maponya Mall might look now. But uh, really putting in all of that spade work uh, that would make his name and the name of his family distinguishable. Uh, in uh, business circles here in South Africa, and uh, I'd love to hear your perspectives on that. Give me a ring on 089-11-03-377. 089-110-3377. I guess the other bigger question that I'd like to overlay on that, and I'd love to hear your perspective on that, is the state of play of black business. You would have heard a few months ago that's public spat between Sipopitiana and the Sandile Zungu, which uh, I guess in many ways was uh, you know the apex point of uh, much of the disunity that we continue to see uh, within organized bodies of black business. Uh, What do you make of that? I'd love to hear your perspective about uh, the state of play of black business and the vehicles that they have. But more importantly, uh, the organizational strength that they can muster uh, in key policy questions and policy debates that we have. We certainly find ourselves in a juncture where we need all shoulders to the wheel. And uh, uh, I want to find out from you where you think the voice of black business uh, can find some resonance in some of the uh, challenges that we continue to find here in South Africa. We also heard Sipo pijana earlier on today saying that uh, President Sir Ramaphosa takes too much time uh, to make t- decisions. He looks for too much consensus and uh, he over-consults. Uh, do you think that uh, Umong Amelu Elezwe, uh, goes out and he consults too many people in making decisions and that uh, maybe we would be better served uh, if he was able to uh, maybe assert some of his own views and his own authority, notwithstanding the fact that, of course, uh, there's an expectation that he has to consult uh, rather widely in making some of these decisions. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Give us a ring. 89 110 Now, we're shortly going to go into our SMME exchange, and I'm already joined in studio by Wabuso uh, Skosana, uh, and he is the Secretary General of NAFCOC.
1: The SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange. On Metro FM Talk.
0: And uh, we reflect, of course, uh, as I said, on the life of Ndade Richard Maponya, who was laid to rest uh, uh, today, having been around for 99 years. He was certainly many things to many people. A pioneer, a trailblazer, and uh, somebody who, who were in uh, a world really, I guess, uh, that was dead set against him, was able to overcome a lot of adversity. And uh, be able to create prosperity, wealth, jobs, and uh, of course, to really, I guess, begin on the path of self-actualizing as somebody in the world of business. And we certainly draw much inspiration uh, from his example. And uh, joining me now in studio to talk about the life of Ndati Maponya, I'm joined by uh, the Secretary, Secretary General of NAVCOC, and that is Babu Soniosi Kosan. Babu good evening to you. Welcome to Metro FM Talk. microphone. <laughs>
2: Good, good, good evening, um, Ayabonga, and good evening to the listeners of Metro FM.
0: Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, just as we start off, some of your own reflections on the send-off that uh, Dadema Ponyo received earlier on today. We certainly saw some of the visuals uh, on the television screens, and uh, you know that uh, venue was chock-a-block full, uh, uh, fitting tributes made by a wide array of people. Uh, to uh, Ndate Maponya, what do you make of that as Navcock, and more importantly, uh, what place in the imagination and memory of Navcock does uh, Ndate Maponya occupy?
2: Well, the send-off was um, excellent. I think they we, they, they couldn't do uh, better than that. I think it was a good achievement uh, in terms of recognizing the talent, um, particularly a black business leader. Mm. Um, and and, 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 an, and an icon particularly in this situation uh where we are in the country now that uh, politics doesn't uh, recognize business properly um in fact uh, business is synonymous to corruption mm. um, nowadays and um the legacy um, of apartheid um in terms of uh of you know, not giving proper education and proper perspective of entrepreneurship mm. and the role that people should play in the economy um, has created a big problem. Um, but we are very um, thankful that uh, at least um, Sir Ramaphosa's government could recognize Ntatema mm. We were very skeptical that they would even... Uh, give him the kind of a funeral. Why?
0: Why, why were you sceptical?
2: Well, we were sceptical because business recognition in the country is very poor. Let's not let's, mm. let's say it. Um, all the talks are about politics. You know, we, we honour lots of, if you, you can look at the streets of any town mm. and township um, are named after the politicians. Yes. We, we, we don't have a culture of honouring uh, business achievements. Um, in fact, also, you must remember that business has been destroyed eh, um, during the struggle. Mm. 1976 to 1985, um, all the township businesses, mm. um, except the few, like the Maponyas, uh, survived. And that's a reason why today we, we we have lots of space and the gap that has now been recognized yeah. by the foreigners and be taken by the foreigners. Because... Black business has been blacklisted, (laughs) all of it.
0: Okay. I want us to pause there. We'll come back uh, to uh, what uh, you feel is the blacklisting of uh, black business in uh, the public life of South Africa. And more importantly, I guess, uh, uh, what uh, a role many of the immigrant businesses uh, are playing in our communities uh, from an enterprise perspective. And uh, we'll continue with that conversation on the other side of this uh, brief break.
2: My dream is to become a marketing manager.
1: My dream is to become a business analyst. My dream is to become an IT specialist. Whatever your dream looks like, it could be a lot clearer a lot sooner. Enroll today for your BCom degree with Mancosa, a leading private higher education institution with 12 learning centers across southern Africa. Dream it. We'll take you there. Mancosa, a proud member of Honoris United Universities. Visit mancosa.co.za today. Dear January, when am I top of the range, stress multiplier, my shonisa smile keeper, my empty fridge the longest month of the
2: year, it's me again. My plan was to have a stress-free January, but I have a zero balance, no school uniform, no stationery and no transport money. Borrowing money seems like the only option, but this time I'm going to borrow wisely only from the credit providers registered with the national credit regulator and I will not pay
1: illegal upfront fees. For more information, go to ncr.org.za. A message brought to you by the National Credit Regulator.
0: Tune in to The Morning Flavor every day this week to stand a chance to win 2,000 Rand in cash, plus 5,000 Rand for a school of your choice in the Albany Smart Start to School promo. To enter, call us on The Morning Flavor and nominate your school and tell us why they deserve to win. The Albany Smart Start to School promo. It's the smartest way to start the year. T's and C's apply.
1: Albany, feel the love, feel the freshness. SMME Exchange, SMME Exchange on Metro FM Talk.
0: 13 minutes it is after 8pm, it's our uh, SMME Exchange and today we're doing things slightly differently uh, as we reflect on uh, the life and uh, legacy and testament uh, uh, to uh, the life of when Daddy Richard Maponya was laid to rest earlier on today and uh, fitting send-off. Uh, for uh, one of the doyens of business uh, in South Africa and uh, certainly someone whose life was dedicated not only to enterprise but uh, to the unity of uh, the uh, black community and uh, I'm in conversation with the secretary general of NAFCOC, uh, soniosis kosana i'd love to hear your perspectives and some of your own i guess reflections and memories on the life of ndate richard maponya and babos uh, kosana i guess before the break you you were starting to to touch on some of the sort of contemporary issues that uh, one would really think Ndadi uh, Maponya in his latter years would have also been contemplating and reflecting on. I mean, a lot of the things that he was saying was that, you know, we need to unify as black people, but also organized structures of black business also need to unify so they can continue to make their own contribution. Uh, what, what do you make of, uh, I guess, the, the project of that, uh, the project of that unity and uh, where you
2: are? The project of unity is an essential project. Mm. And everybody should uh, think about it. Um, black business is not as properly organized as it should be. Um, we, need, we need to to be organized, mm. but also um, organized under what banner for what? Mm. Black people don't own the economy as it now. There's a division among black business organizations. And this thing called um, state capture Mm. that is at play now in South Africa, is an old thing that has played itself within business. Mm. Because if you look at black business now, you've got those who are fronting for white business. You've got those that genuinely uh, start from the ground. But also, black business is divided according to political lines. Mm. There are those who follow a particular political thinking.
0: And What's that, ANC?
2: It, it could, it could, there are those that follow the ANC thinking. Mm. There are those who follow the DA thinking. Mm. There are those who follow the EFF thinking. Mm. So, <clears throat> basically, this political thinking, there is no coherence in South Africa about... Which economic direction do we take?
0: So, so Bobus Kossain, with what you're saying, you're suggesting, and I like the point you make earlier on, that, you know, as black people, we we don't really own any meaningful value chain in the South African economy. We, we don't own key parts of the economy. Yep. So, on what basis then are, are these conflicts happening? Or, or what's happening?
2: Well, Entrism. Entrism. So we, we, we need we need to enter into this economy. Which gate do we use? Uh, I think the gate available is very small, mm. and that's why there's a stampede and uh, there's a push pull um, situation. But also remember that it's not just in Ghana into the economy. Is also dealing with the Opposition mm. that doesn't want to change the status quo sure. um, in South Africa. So, therefore, black business cannot be blamed entirely uh, for this disunity and so on. Um, I will tell you stories um, that um, some of these things are created. Mm. Um, they are created. Some are created in government. Uh, for what purpose? I mean, wh-
0: why would government want to sow disunity within organized black business?
2: Remember, government policies um, are driven by people. Mm. So, mm. if, for an example, you, you you had an issue about the Guptas in South Africa, yes. basically that was an issue that was driving people to a particular direction, and. The as, as, as some school of thought said, yes, people must participate in the economy. Yes, black people must get big tenders from government. Mm. But these, there's, there's another element. Some people were saying, well, once you get uh, a big tender in government, you are a gupta or you are, or, or you are corrupt mm. or, or, or you've got a connection with, with, with some politician and so on. So these, these, these are the things that causes uh, division. Uh, amongst black people Mm. until we find a proper um, political uh, not political but economic vision Mm. for the country and until we are we have a proper economic education as to where we are going into the country and until our education system accepts Mm. um, that uh, for now our economic, um, what I would call education, is a little mm. bit irrelevant, mm. um, we will remain with these issues. Mm. Because mm. We, we, are, we are actually debating peripheral issues. How much of
0: these issues are self-inflicted, uh, Bob Kosan And the reason why I ask this is because if you look at the state of health of many of the historic organizations that hold the can for black business, including yourselves as an AFCOC, um, many people would speak about disunity, many people would speak about dysfunction. Uh we also hear that there's another NAFCOCT which is under the leadership of Sabel uh, Sabelomakingwane. We've heard of all manner of other issues. H- how much of it has to do with government and other people, and how much of it is actually internal and maybe uh some of your own own goals?
2: It's not it's not necessarily our own goal. If you speak of the sabelo Tingwane issue. Mm. Um Ma- there's no NAFCOC led by S- Sabelo McZingwane. Let's put things in perspective. What, what is he leading Sabelo Ma-Tengwane was elected as president of NAFCOC in November uh, 2018. Mm. Um, in July, thirty first of July, Sabelo McZingwane was removed as president of NAFCOC mm. by the body that elected him. Therefore he's not he's nowhere, he's not leading any faction. In fact, he is just an individual uh, trying to regain space mm. uh, in the economy. Okay, and Silver Vanity would that be an ongoing goal? Silver Vanity is not an ongoing goal, mm. it's a deliberate decision by NAFCOC in
3: 1994
2: mm. that NAFCOC cannot depend um, on donations
3: mm.
2: from philanthropic organizations. NAFCOC started an investment company, which was called Nafhold. That investment company was deliberately created to support Nafcok administration. But later, people started having two schools of thought. Mm. One school of thought was that those who are going out now, they should take the money into their own pockets and go away with it. And leave nothing for the generations that are remaining. Mm. So, Silver Vanity was formed as a vehicle to keep the wealth for the generations and the continuation of NAFCO. Mm, Not mm, putting money into different pockets.
0: Dade, I want us to pause there and uh, Mm. we'll come back on the issue of silver vanity when we come back. uh, And we'll also continue to engage the legacy and the memory of Dade Richard Maponya. I'd love to hear your perspectives uh, on whether or not you think uh, that uh, we've uh, uh, had some form of thinking in South Africa's black people and uh, some form of succession uh, to ensure that we have uh, successive generations of Maponyas that are able uh, to build uh, the uh, story of uh, enterprise within the black community. We'd love to hear from you. 22 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned into Metro FM Talk uh, here on uh, the mighty Metro with myself, Ayabong Tawe, And uh, it's our uh, SMME exchange feature. And uh, this evening we're reflecting on the life of Ndate Richard uh, Maponya. Life well lived and uh, certainly uh, batted out a long innings there. Uh, and we reflect on his life but also we speak to the Secretary General of one of the organizations that he dedicated much of his life trying to build as an organized force of black enterprise and that is NAFCOC and I'm joined by Babu Soniosi Skosana to speak about the state of health of NAFCOC and maybe Babu Skosana just as we continue with our conversation let's maybe take a step back for some of our listeners who might not be familiar uh, with the silver vanity investments, uh, or even Hold, which I guess I would assume is its predecessor, or it's um, the name of it in its previous form, just uh, you started to lay out some of that context that you made a decision in the '90s as an AfCOC uh, to uh, go out and set up an investment arm for yourselves.
2: Yes, we we took a decision in 1994 around the um, to form an investment company. We took a conscious decision that coming the new government, there's going to be new opportunities. Mm. And we wanted to target opportunities that would make economic meaning and bring money and be controlled by black business. Mm. And we formed NAFOLD. And one of the biggest investments that Nuffhold did was in the gaming industry, mm. um, the casinos. Sure. Then later, when this school of thought of whether we are continuing Nuffhold as is, or we dissect it and give individual shares and kill the organization created a division. Mm. It is not about individuals. Mm. I think people talk about NAFCOC as if there are met people mm. inside. So you NAFCOC. are saying it's a
0: tactical difference.
2: It's here. a tactical mm. difference. Mm. Somebody says, let's sell this thing and eat because we are old mm. and, and, and or, or, or because we have been voted out. Mm. We're no longer in office. And those who remain in office then get worried to say, if you sell this thing mm. and eat the money, Are you saying that those in office must go and start their own thing? Hmm. Until when are we going to start businesses and kill them? African Bank, we started as NAFCOC, whereas African Bank today was killed. Hmm. Uh VPS was killed. All black business initiatives get destroyed on the way. Hmm. Where are we going? For an example, today, as I'm talking to you, Silver Vanity is supporting 18 offices of NAFCOC in Mm. the country. In fact, all the staff in the employment of NAFCOC get get paid by Silver Vanity. Mm. If you say kill it today, are you saying we must retrench these people? Are you saying NAFCOC must stop to exist? Mm. What kind of a school of thought is that? And that is the school of thought of Mike Gingwine that could not get support from the council. Mm. And yeah. hence, they took him out. Okay. let's. Uh, I want us to take a look at something else.
0: I mean, you've listed some of the investments that NAF Hold uh, and even Silver Vanity uh, have made. And, you know, Gallagher Estate is one of the investments of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Silver Vanity. But I'd love to hear, what are some of the other assets that you've invested in as NAFCOC over the last few years?
2: You know, <laughs> NAFCOC... Has invested in a lot of um, um, uh, other investments. Mm. But, you know, because of these two schools of thought, and let me put it straight mm. when people are out of office, they still want to control the office. Mm. The constitution of NAFCOC requires that the office and the decisions in the office are made by the current executive. Mm and are made by the council members that's the highest decision making sure. body now you have a situation where people who are previous presidents of nafcock um still want to control from the grave you know you had situations today um if you were listening to dr mtswenyana's speech mm. saying that uh, nafcock is in disarray and so on and so on and so on yeah. when last was he in the in the in the office of nafcock hmm. Some years ago.
0: So you're saying, you know, his tea is cold there. He must, he must uh, remain there in Winterfeld. Though. No,
2: we're not saying he must mm. remain in Winterfeld. We mm. still appreciate his views. But he must air his views within the Constitution. Mm. There are two things that are important. We, as the current executive, are guided by the Constitution. Mm. And therefore, if you want to have a say in NAFCOC, you must affiliate. Become a member come to the relevant meetings, then influence a decision from there. Mm. Even if you want unity, but you can't create unity from the street. Mm. The unity must be based on the constitution. Sure, sure. It must be based on the concerted view, mm. common view of where we are going. We can't unite with the people who want to support fronting mm. when you are saying black business must take over the economy you can't unite with the people who are saying no we are fine let's let the status quo remain as long as there's economic growth and while other people are saying let us let, let, let us start our own economy mm, mm, mm. now you can't unite with the people who are saying no we no longer want to run our shops uh, we want to rent them out to the foreigners.'" When the other people are saying, no, 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 no. Your children must inherit these shops. Mm. Remember, black businesses that started these corner shops in the the townships Mm. have used that money to pay the school fees for their children who are graduates. And it's a pity that those graduates, after receiving education through these small corner shops and Mm. spaza shops, are now working for white big companies. Some are CEOs of big companies and they have left their own family shops to
0: die. Mm. And I want us maybe because I like the point you made earlier on that we can't speak about unity for unity's sake. But I, I would also maybe want to overlay something else there that, you know, the issue of unity is not necessarily only around the internal affairs of NAFCOC, but surely there is a certain economic vision or economic idea that NAFCOC wants to take into the policy discourse, into uh, the public discourse, and make its contribution in that kind of way. What does that look like?
2: Let me me tell you, Ayabong. Let us be frank. Mm. Black people contribute less than 3% of the JSE wealth. Mm. These people are not the owners of the economy. Can we really say things are hunky-dory, everything is fine, let's continue with that? No. Or should we say, let us take the economy from the hands that oppressed us into um, the hands of the black people?
0: How does Nafcock say we must do yeah. that?
2: Navcock says the economy must belong to the people. How? Until the majority of the mm. people are shareholders in the companies. For example, you have big companies, state companies like Eskom mm. and so on. You know, black people don't have a share in that. But You've surely got... they do through the state. Or, or are you advocating for a
0: model that says uh, Sonio Kosana in his individual capacity should own a stake in a transnet, for instance?
2: Re- re- remember, mm. yes, Soniosi mm. Kosana must own a stake in the transnet. Mm. Remember, um, the big banks in South Africa talk about the big four mm. uh, banks. Who are the shareholders of these big banks?
0: Standard Bank, I think it's the Chinese, it's a PIC and a few PICs other,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and few and few yeah, yeah. individuals. Mm. Now, what is the problem with black people owning a bank? No, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong. This government is the government of the people. We used to have a slogan um in NAFCOC,
3: mm. um
2: where we used to say, Steve Bigel said, black men, you are on your own. Yes. But as NAFCOC we changed that slogan. Oh Pani Pichana, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not but as NAFCOC, we changed mm. the slogan. We said, Yes, black men, you are on your own mm. with your government. Mm. We were expecting that government would act uh, better than they are acting now in mm. terms of supporting the transformation. We were thinking that government would not allow situations like now, people, black people, are chasing one another. If you look at what's happening in the Zondo Commission, is about a black person getting big business with with with, with government mm. and i'm not advocating that people should do um corrupt business sure but i'm saying there's nothing wrong with a black man doing business with government okay there's not there, there were mm. green contracts
3: mm.
2: um at escom transnet and so on mm. contracts of over 40 years the very same people who are opposing black people doing business with government have got huge contracts. Mm. So our government should become clever and realize that this is not about black people trying to do corruption. Mm. It is black people trying to claim what rightfully belongs to them.
0: Okay. Let's pause there, Babu I've got one of our callers here on the line. Tepo is in uh, Johannesburg. Tsepana, good evening to you. How are you?
1: I'm okay and you, man. I'm
0: good. Thanks, brother. Please go ahead. You
1: know, I want to start on this note that when President Cyril was inaugurated and then he said something about SMMEs mm. that they will help government to alleviate you know unemployment and then poverty. Unfortunately, during the time, you know it said that we celebrate sobab maponya at this time where our country is in a crossroads. Mm. When it comes to transformation and economic transformation is as, as, as it's been said, because you now have, by the time of Obama and the time in was formed, we didn't have Pakistanis around the corner. Mm. You know, we had metro cash and carry, where black people, South African black people, will go there and 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 you know, but stop did we for own metro? Did we own metro? You know, did we own it? We didn't own it by then. But it was one of the famous cash and carry that mm. we get in South Africa. Yes. Unfortunately, today, all these, like, you know, you know, when, when you are in the township, you will have a uh, general store, you know, and all that. Mm. They are redundant and there's nothing. You know. And and I'm I'm concerned about what oh, General Secretary is saying, you know, we're having uh, this, uh, we have decided to open this company to feed or to support NAVCOG itself. At the ultimate end, they have never planned to have a generational mix within NAVCOG mm. that will help to come close to the youth. Because currently, we're having a major unemployment of youth in South Africa. Mm. Secondly, you have big companies that are swallowing each. I mean, I'll mention one, Bitverse it has got security, it's got cleaning, it's got food, it's got everything. You know, when you've got a tender out, in regardless of where you are, for a cleaning service, BitVert solos that because they manipulate the prices. You come there as an SMME, you can't even get that because your prices are actually not, you cannot even match that. This is where NAFCO needs to come in and say no. You cannot do this. They cannot focus on being having shares at ESCOM, but they're failing to make sure that the private sector account mm. in, in making sure that our own people are actually becoming better in in, sure. in, in 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 the in business or whatever.
0: Zepana, so Zepana, I, I want us to pause there my brother because I want to give uh, the uh, secretary general an opportunity to respond but uh, thank you very much uh, for that call and I think is uh, raising some very important issues here about and I want us to maybe tackle the first issue which is around the generational mix of nafcock uh, I certainly share his sentiment I think the first thing that comes to mind for me <laughs> So it's not only age-wise, but even gender-wise. You know, we seldom hear of a woman speaking on behalf of uh, NAFCOC or even leading the charge.
2: I think uh, I agree with Tsepo. Mm. Tsepo is spot on. We have not done the generational mix as Mm. it should. Um, But also, we we must recognize that um, the business legacy Mm. that we have Um, is of the old people. In other words, the young people are still starting, And what we need to do is to assist the young people to come on board. Mm. Exactly what I'm crying about is that how does it come that Aunt Maggie um, is running a shop in Hammanskran and his firstborn son Mm. Is working for Eskom, and he's better qualified than Aunt Maggie. Mm. But this very firstborn son expect that the business at home must be better than the business at Eskom. We're using our skills wrongly. Mm. That's 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 the issue. Sure. Our generation is being trained and educated as workers. Mm. They don't they don't want to start their own things. And they don't want to work, but also remember our own the young generation is driven by the trade union membership. All of them are members of a trade union wherever they are employed. Mm, that, uh, and, and, and you must mm. re- and you must remember. Let me tell you this: you must check the history at the bargaining council mm. every year trade union advocates for higher salary lesser working hours it's been throughout
0: no 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 that, and, and that's because no, no no let's maybe pause ah, there for a second okay. because if we look at the trend of the figures especially in the private sector of unionization we're actually seeing a very strong decline the unions yes. are actually in the public service most of, you know, the uh, union density, the increasing trend that we've seen has actually been in public sector unions. Samu, Nehao and many others. So, so, so the, the idea that, you know, body in the labor market is clamoring for a union membership might not be borne out by the numbers. No, no. The influence
2: of the union um, is am, am, uh, 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 almost stronger than the influence of the ANC. It's a fact. Um, okay. Check, okay. Check, that's check, that's check, a mood check point. Your, check your facts. That's a mood point. If if the ANC goes to uh, elections, mm. the trade union becomes much stronger. In fact, the tripartite alliance mm. is the one that is governing the country, not the ANC. Mm. But the truth is, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong about that. I'm just saying is that our school, where we come from, sure, is the school that says. We, uh, we have been educated and trained to become workers. Mm. Entrepreneurship education has not been introduced in the country.
3: Mm.
2: Some of the countries that are doing well economically um, have introduced entrepreneurship sure. education at the primary school level. Mm. They supported a young guy who's selling stock sweets mm. and nurtured that talent. But with us, a young guy who's selling sweets at school he's regarded as almost uh, either the redundant one Mm. or or the most poor one, we don't take them seriously.
0: I, unfortunately, we have run out of time and I'd like us maybe... Uh, maybe we'll have another opportunity to compare the numbers and do all manner of other things and even debate this this issue of entrepreneurship education because our next conversation is actually about uh, the educational outcomes and the metric numbers that we've seen. But I'd like us to maybe, just as we wrap up, some of your brief reflections on uh, in the state of play uh, that we find ourselves in. What is the one lesson that Navcock draws from the life and the experiences of Ndate Maponya as we go into a phase... That is very, very uncertain, least of all for black business.
2: What we learn from the life of Dr. Maponya is that uh, Dr. Maponya revolutionized the um, retail business. Mm. Every little shop we saw in the township was started by a member of NAFCOC. We need to learn Mm. that um, let's encourage our young people and the new generation. To do the same. Mm. This time we may not only do shops. Technology has kicked in. Let us be innovative. And you want to ev- bake the bread ev- too. Yeah. Every, 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 every young person mm. must do something. Something of your own creation. Mm. Something that you're going to nurture. Tatema Ponya took 40, 44 years mm. to be where he is now. And people must not think that uh, you just get a tender and you become mm, a PEE sure, and you buy Mercedes Benz, okay. and then you don't you don't have the working yeah. capital, and then you don't you don't you don't you, you don't have the machinery. That, we'll have to will have to leave <laughs> no it
0: there. But uh, uh, Sonny Osisko thank you very much for your time, sir.
1: Make this December a timeless December boss. From the 18th to the 30th December, you can buy a
2: case of Amstel Lager 440ml cans for just 290